this week on Thrifter Sisters. It's a real grab bag. A little of this, a little of that, a little catch-up sesh. This week's episode is Coffee Talk with Thrifter Sisters. I say, with Coffee Talk. Whenever I, I, I was going to play it, I had to have a New York accent. That was always what got me. There was That was my trigger word. Coffee. Coffee talk. Coffee. I can't do it. Coffee. Okay. All right. Let's get on with the episode. In the spring of 2021, after a full year of enduring a global pandemic with no choice but to homeschool their children, two sisters come together and decide to take back control. With very few choices left in this new world, they decide to start reselling clothes online and recording the ups and downs of their experiences in hopes of helping other struggling moms. We are the Thrifter Sisters. Thrifter Sisters! You know what, I also thought we should mention um, in this week's episode the special disaster that was the attempt of last week's recording of an episode. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) All right, everyone, everyone, high alert, immediately run to your Instagram and watch Brittany's Brit skit. She put out a Brit skit. I don't understand it. It doesn't make any sense, but I freaking love it. I've watched it like 10 times. It's like her typing on her computer and like pretending to take a call and being like, yes, I'll see you at 2.30 and like drinking her coffee. And it says something like before COVID. And then I I don't know. You've got to go see it. It makes no sense. It I love it. I freaking loved it. The last thing I saw was she was talking about like the warm, cozy feeling it is to be able to do whatever you want with your life in the first 13 years. And it shows her like sitting by the fire with all her Christmas uh-huh. decorations. And like, I don't talk- think that was her actual fire. I think that was just a picture of a fire. Well, whatever. I thought it was cute. But, yes, it was very cute. And she also mentioned like her balance of her medication and how how much better she feels mentally. Yeah. She was like, just after this short amount of time of being on the correct medication, she feels better. And she was like, in three months from now, I'll feel even better. Cause you know, some of these SSRIs, they take weeks before you can really start feeling the full effect of them. I know that firsthand, firsthand knowledge. Stabilizers, they have to like get into your system and, and that's what they're there for to balance you out. Yeah. It's not going to be an immediate effect. So we're happy so, for you, Brittany. Brittany, keep the briskets coming. I don't know what it was, but I need more of it in my life. I have to stop recording this podcast and go watch it right oh now. My God, I love it. It's so amazing. All right. Well, let's get into it. I'm Lindsay. I'm Lacey. And we're... We have not really recorded in a long time, so I don't know if we're going to be able to get through this. Um, We're very off our game. We... Attempted to record for Thanksgiving. Let's. I attempted to record. So Lacey was here. First of all, I'm very disappointed at us. You were here for like three days, and we didn't even make any Instagram content. We didn't make a single reel. So can you just come back? Time for family and relaxation. Well, what were we doing? Nothing. Playing lots of Yahtzee and the blockbuster board game. Oh my gosh, you guys! I dominated in the games. It dominated. Did. You you didn't win a single I no, didn't. I think you won no one I think you won Yahtzee. One game of Yahtzee that first night. Yeah. And then I won dramatic victories in all the other games of Yahtzee. And I won my first ever blockbuster movie game. I've I always get crushed in that game. Listen, 
Jeff and I are never on the same team because we're always like, that's unfair to people because we watch so many movies <laughs> that we would just like destroy everyone because we'll play with other people and uh-huh. always guess what the other person was trying to do when the round is over. So for the first time ever, we played on the same team and we did not win. Now, granted, I had consumed a lot of wine during mm-hmm. the cookings of the Thanksgivings. Yeah. So, you know, it, it, so it's true. You, you guys are very good at that game. Like, like unreal. We just kept winning the face-offs, whatever those are called. And I think that gave yeah. us such an advantage. But, like, if you guys um, are anywhere close to our age, generationally, we're in our 40s. <clears throat> I didn't mean to clear my throat there. That wasn't, I'm <laughs> in my 40s. And I'm we're not really, of it. We're not really in our 60s. We really are I've, in our 40s. <laughs> I've reached level 44. Um, Go get the Blockbuster game. And, like, I feel like it's just the most fun because it's mostly gay about games it's mostly movies from our childhood and like you know in the 90s and during our formative years it is so silly and so fun yeah it's super fun if you know anything about the movies from our generation then you would love it yeah super silly so we did try to record after not i guess it wasn't thanksgiving day but it was the next day Mm -hmm. and one of us made a very bad choice and had way too much of an edible didn't they Yes, you did, Lindsay. (laughs) I did. You guys, one of my, okay. So I did mention on Instagram last week that I am sober. I don't drink alcohol, but I'm California sober. Um, (laughs) Meaning I do have edibles. Not often. I don't like to do it often at all. Um, But you know, it was Thanksgiving. It was a special occasion. And my husband had a gummy worm and I walk in and he's just holding, I am not blaming him. This is 100% my fault. Yes, except. <clears throat> but I walk in and he's just holding and, and we're getting ready to record. And he was like, why don't you have this first? I'm like, um, no, we're getting ready to record. That's a horrible idea. I walked away. I turned around, walked right back. I'm like, let's see what happens. <laughs> and I, I was grabbed like, I'll it. tell you what will happen. It's going to be horrible. <laughs> <laughs> I grabbed it, jammed it into my mouth hole. And then John goes, you're going to eat the whole thing. But at this point, it's already down my gullet. And he's like, you're going to eat the whole thing. I'm like. Oh my God, did you just give me a whole, cause we have, we, we've got, we got these a few weeks ago and we normally will split one. We'll cut it in half and it's perfect. I'm always making fun of stupid idiots. They're like, eh, I don't feel this gummy. I got to eat more. And then they get just blazed high and they can't control themselves and they're out of their minds ridiculously high because you have to be careful. You have to know what you're doing with edibles. I am usually very knowledgeable, knowledgeable in that area. Know your limits, man. <clears throat> I, I just... I wasn't thinking and I just went by really quickly and I jammed the whole thing. I, I honestly, in my mind was like, he's holding out a half a gummy for me. He wasn't, I didn't pay attention. It is not his fault. It is my fault. Oh dear Lord. Our attempt at recording. <laughs> let's just, let's just chalk it up to a massive epic fail. I mean, there was, was like a good here. 10 minutes where she just like wouldn't stop laughing. <laughs> well, how about the fact that I was just trying to get our studio room set up and it took like two hours. Yeah. Was, now that was was because I had the new boom arm and your new boom arm and your new microphone. Yeah, listener, Lindsay gave me an early Christmas present. She gave me my very own um, mic because we've been sharing a mic. So I had borrowed one from my husband's work for a while. But he had to take it back because obviously it's not ours. Um, so she gave me a brand new mic and a boom arm. And she got herself one matchies. But and so I'm using the mic I already had, and I couldn't figure out how to get my mic hooked up to the boom arm, which I thought I had ordered a boom arm that was the wrong size or something. The hookup. Well, that's what happens when you eat a whole gummy worm. Yeah. I was, just, I just, 
like just today I sat down and I was trying to set up my mic like I used to always do it without the boom arm. I'm like, oh my God, here's the piece I need to connect my boom arm to my microphone. Oh, it's amazing what you can do without a whole freaking gummy worm down your throat. And when we did actually start filming or filming, <laughs> recording, yeah, Lindsay, Lindsay had very little to say. And then finally I said something and she goes, well, if that's the point of this podcast, then why are we doing it? And I was like, you're, you're right. This is awful. <laughs> we just stopped. And I kept and I kept telling her I was like I'm gonna release it I'm gonna call it a bonus episode I was like don't and luckily it was way too high to edit it and get it done I was like I'll do it tomorrow and then the next morning I woke up I'm like oh dear lord I cannot I cannot but I might I might at some point in the future go together I don't even know if I saved the what we did I think I did I, don't know. I, I might all. I might go and like splice some pieces out of it and just make like a a three minute bonus thing to upload one day just for funsies we'll funsies. see. Well, I haven't listened to it yet, so who knows? I mean, it was awful, y'all. It was so <laughs> just stupid. Oh my god! I will say that you know, it is now legal here in the state of Virginia. It is. It is. We're gonna have we're gonna have um, recreational dispensaries in. Oh, they're gonna put one in right next to Pro Renata. Are you serious? Yeah. What? So I can't remember what year. It's not in 2022. It's not gonna happen in 2022. That you can get. Um, like if you a get license. caught, yeah, if you get caught with it, as long as it's not a, over an ounce, which I don't mm -hmm. know how that translates into edibles, but you're like, you don't get ticketed or anything. Right. You can also get prescription marijuana here in Virginia now, which I do have several friends that have prescriptions. And John's like, I don't understand. Like you're on anxiety and depression meds. Why don't you go get a prescription? So I should probably just go do that. Yeah. So then it, it would be all totally legal. Um, but yeah, it is going to be legal recreationally. Hopefully it stays that way. We just had a new governor elected and hopefully Ugh. that doesn't hope. Hey, he's supposed to be a businessman. Hopefully he can look at the numbers of like what it does for the states where it is right. legal recreationally. Tax and the see crap like, out of it. I don't care. Right. Charge me a ass load. I'll Make pay it. So much money for your state and your government. Awesome. That's right. So anyway, we'll, um, we're supposed to be recreation, have dispensaries like they do in Colorado and uh, California and yeah. I think like Oregon and Washington, maybe, I don't know, a bunch of places. Um, anyway, we are getting seriously way off track. <laughs> <clears throat> we haven't talked about thrifting or sistering at all. Yeah. And we're like <laughs> almost at 11 minutes, people. Dear listener, yeah. I, I don't know how you stay with us, but I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart. <laughs> it's because we're so knowledgeable and we teach you so much in each episode. We really do. And th that being said, we're, we're just going to like do a grab bag talk. As yeah, I said, we're just going to catch up and talk about what's going on in our business. We also decided um, we're just going to change the name of this show and every week have on someone, just whoever, and uh, just call it Thrifter Sisters and, and their, their friends. friends. <laughs> and that's a callback to Nancy Kerrigan. That's right. And, and her friends. Kerrigan and her friends skating special from 1988. <laughs> I don't know if that's the year. I don't even get the idea. <laughs> it might have been like 90, early 90s. Nancy Kerrigan and her friends. And her friends. You know who's not one of those friends? Tanya Harding. No, mm -mm, she did not get to be on the special. Unfortunately for all of us. Right. Okay. okay. Anyway, so it was just Thanksgiving, um, as you all know. Uh, and sometimes people will kill it on holiday sales. Sister, how did you do over the Thanksgiving Day weekend? I did okay. I definitely, you know, the my consignment client, who I won't shut up about, who, I, oh my gosh still just trying to get her stuff listed. 
have so much to get listed still. Um, her stuff is selling really well. That's a good um, problem it's kind to of have. Over, yeah, I know. Over Thanksgiving, um, a bunch of her stuff sold. I say a bunch. I don't know. I think in the last week, it's I have not shipped out a ton. I've shipped out 12 packages in the last week, maybe. Um, but I hadn't been listing before that. So that was that's a good week for me, considering I only have 140 active listings right now. It is not that much. Well, you were trying to get to 170 at one point, right? Right. And then I gave up on that dream. And now, and now I'm like, oh, it's possible with all the inventory I have in my basement right now. I could, I could actually get to 200. I Not think. if you keep flipping it so fast, though. That's good. So her stuff is selling really well. Um, I just shipped out five more packages just about a couple hours ago. I went and shipped out five more. So I don't know. I mean, it wasn't amazing, but I definitely made some good sales. And like things that um, sold for $50 or more. That's awesome. So that was, that was great. And then... You talk about what you did You did over Thanksgiving, and then I'll chime in with what I copied you. So I had been watching some YouTubers um, who posh, um, particularly this one girl who I haven't followed her all that often. Um, she's like a year or two maybe into this. Um, her name was uh, Lindsay Nicole, I think. I think her YouTube channel is Lindsay Nicole PM um, for Poshmark. And she was saying how what she thought was always a good strategy at the holidays was to um, do a holiday sale and lower either the prices in your entire closet or specific items that have had a lot of likes um, or just, you know, do free shipping on everything. Cause that's something that will entice people to, you know, jump in there and buy a special present or something for themselves around the holidays. Um, so I gave that a try. And on Wednesday, I think, um, that was the last time I had listed over the holidays and I listed like five things. And then I went in and lowered originally, yeah, I lowered all of my shipping discounts to free on everything that had likes on it. And then I lowered my prices on everything by at least, um, 10% cause I'd already lowered them again recently. Um, so some of those sales were not great <laughs> if I got no. them, um, but <laughs> it did produce a lot of traction in my closet and over the holiday from Thursday morning to Friday evening when I got home, I had a total of like seven sales and made over a hundred dollars in a 24 hour period. So that was awesome. Yeah, that is awesome. Our little over 24 hours. And you know, like I said, obviously I knew that wasn't going to be great lowering prices on so many things, but I had like bundles that people haven't made in a while. And it just brought a lot more, like I got a lot of attraction and attention. Yeah. Um, from doing so. And so now every time I'm posting something until after Christmas, I'm going to maintain that free shipping on stuff as I list it too. Um, just to try and like boost sales in my closet. Why not? So she was telling me that cause she stayed over here. She was over here for a couple nights and she was telling me that she was doing that. I'm like, I'm not doing that. I'm not giving free shipping. I'm not doing that. But then she started making a lot of sales. I was like, okay, I'll do it. And uh, so I went in and anything that was over $75, anything, everything in my closet over $75, I switched over to free shipping. And now that I'm saying that, I don't think any of that has sold. Well, I'm going to look at my sales this and see. Well, like you said, when we were talking about this, I don't, I wonder, because see, I've, I don't know if your likers are going to get notifications if you only drop shipping discount. Yeah. No, they're not dropping the price. So that might be why, you know, you might have to No, actually... they're not, but you know, I have, I have some really cute things in my closet that are over. I have a bunch of higher end items, mm -hmm. not like designer or anything, but some higher end stuff. 
over at $75 and above. But yeah, I'm looking, none of these are were sales off of that free shipping thing. I mean, my rule of thumb from the beginning anyway, was I would always do like the lowest amount of discount on things under $50, $50 and up. I would offer like the second, like $4.99 shipping. And then anything over a hundred, my thought was like, it should be free shipping on, you know, for them because they're spending so much already. Um, but yeah, right now I'm just keeping with the holiday free shipping. Yeah. So I don't know. It's things are going fine. They're not like great. Um, I have a lot of things in my closet right now that are the types of things that are selling boots. Um, I don't have a ton of sweaters. I have a couple sweaters, boots, um, coats, boots and coats. Coat boots and and co- yeah. As that's about it. Boots and coats, but I have a ton of boots and coats in my closet right now that continue to get a lot of attention, but they just haven't sold. Be patient. But yeah, I know. I know. So um, since I've been like processing and listing all this stuff, since I have all this inventory all of a sudden, I've gotten back into cross listing because I had not been cross listing at all. And I've been making some Mercari sales now. I had not met like it's been months since I sold anything. Yeah. On my Mercari, Mercari it, and I know we've mentioned this on the podcast before too. Like the drastic difference in between how much I've sold a Macari versus Poshmark is crazy because mm-hmm. I have like usually the same amount of listings in both. And I was the same. I had fallen way behind a Macari. And so it got very caught up in like October through November. I made so many more sales in Macari than I had the entire time I've been on the site, you know, like, Oh wow. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I find because I think maybe because it doesn't, which is, this is controversial. I know there's no like sharing as we all know, listener, maybe you don't know sharing other people's closets doesn't actually help them make sales. Um, it doesn't help you make sales. It doesn't help them make sales. It's kind of just a way for like the algorithm to make sure you're being active in the system. Um, but you do need to share your own closet. Right. You have to share your own closet as much as possible. But Macari doesn't really have that option other than like promoting your stuff mm-hmm. either through like, uh, offers to likers or just like an actual promotion. They, I think allow 10 per how many hundred of things you have in there um, a day or something. So there's no way to promote yourself like fluently that I know of on Macari. And so I'm sure that's why like the sales are so drastically different. Yeah. Um, but I just find it very interesting too. Yeah. Dude, I, so Mercari was doing a thing where if you, let me see what it is. They were doing it. I think it was, it was during a certain time period last week that if you listed it was 12 days of listing. And if you listed so many items, I can't remember what it was. You would get coupons. There were different tiers, level one, two, and three. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I listed so many things that I got the $20 coupon off of a purchase of $50 or more. Oh, so, and, nice. it, and it expires on the 8th. So I need to do some sourcing, buy, find something on there to buy. Yeah, that's awesome. Sourcing. I didn't even think just, about that. I've seen that before. And I'm like, I, I don't ever shop on here. I don't need that, dur. I think it was like if you listed... 10 items, you got $5 off. If you listed, I don't know, you know, whatever. Anyway, I got up to the third tier and I got $20 off. So I'm going to source. I'm going to use that to source something. Yeah, that's awesome. Good incentive. Yeah. What else do we have on our list of notes? Because you have the notes. I don't have them. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So Lacey, um, she, so Lacey has two things. She paid up for the first time for two things. I did. I, uh, I have gone to um this town waynesboro it's like very 20 minutes from my house uh and there's a goodwill out there and then i saw some random 
like thrift store that I had never noticed because I went to um, the UPS out there because I never, it's so much closer to my house than the one all the way in like Charlottesville proper. And on the way back from there, I had seen this thrift store and I had wanted to go in there. So I went in there and it was cute. It was very well organized. Um, it didn't have amazing stuff, uh, but the way it was organized was very much like the um, Goodwill in Richmond that we love so much, like where the mm-hmm. pants are just hung in a certain way where you can see the brand and the sizes really easily. And things are like, you know, separated into like colors and it was, just, it was very nice on the inside. Um, and so I just went straight to the coat session. So I wasn't seeing anything in the other areas that I was like thrilled about. And I found this, and it was so funny because we'd just done the episode about J. Crew. Um, and so I had found a men's J. Crew trench coat, and I might have mentioned this in the pod already. Um, and a woman's some like Asian brand that I can't remember how to pronounce it. La Finchies, La Finchies, something like that. All right, this move pink on. <laughs> fur, faux fur, um, like teddy type coat. It's really cute. I mean, it's not anything I would ever wear, but it's very like absolutely fabulous, very 70s and like, you know, goes past your butt and just very shaggy and new with tags. So that was bonus. And I oh, looked yeah, up comps on the men's J. Crew trench and trenches are huge right now, as we talked about. And uh, they were selling anywhere from 80 to $160, depending on the condition. Um, and so there, both these coats were only listed for 12 bucks. And I was like, that is totally fine. Cause that was above my cost of goods, you know, not really within my spending limit, but I'm going to start doing this. I'm going to start gradual. And I was like, people mm-hmm. need coats. Trenches are really in this other coats new with tags. So we shall see. I'm still working on the trench. It had some stains on it. I got it home and I thought it was in great condition. And then I laid it out to like, look at it and the folds and the tails of the coat, there were like these big black streak marks. And I was like, no. So I soaked it in like heavy duty OxyClean for over a week. Like I think, nine days. And then last night I finally put it in scalding hot water for like 12 hours. I just kept like draining the water and putting hot water and drain. And then I did it with like uh Dawn dish detergent, which is another throwback to an episode or stain busters. Um, cause that's really good at pulling out green stain dirt. Blasters. And so I just kept doing that and going in there and agitating the water with my hand. And when I took it out and let it dry this morning, I went in and I was like, Oh my God, I should have taken a before and after pick. I always yeah. forget to do that because it was drastically better. And I'm pretty sure I'm going to do it again and be able to get it all out. So I'm excited about that. Dude, use a toothbrush. Oh, like yeah. Really, yeah, 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 yeah. Really work that into the fibers. That'll help lift that out. I forgot about that because I even have one that's for stain blasting. Stain blasting. <laughs> Makes me feel good. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, oh, and then today, for the first time ever, I bid on my first item on the Goodwill auctions online. What was it? <laughs> tell me. I'm going to go bid on it. I'm not going to tell you so you can't bid on it. <laughs> I right, mean, I'm sure it a, it, it'll be Tell gone. me this. Was it a purse? No. Was it a dress? No, I'll, I'll tell you what it was. Was Okay, what was it? It was a pair of Lady Doc Martens. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we can see She just gave me this, like, look of intrigue, but also of evil. <laughs> <laughs> we can see each other over the computer. It also, so also it, was a smell almost like, did I just fart? <laughs> that was not what was happening. Okay. Do you know how to do these auctions? Um, I mean, this is my first one, but I know how to do auctions. Well, I mean, like, do you know how to set an alarm in your phone like five minutes before it's up to see like what the price is up to? And then uh, you know, I will. In? Cause I saw, I saw like how many days and hours were left. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. I, I mean, I'm not expecting to get my first thing I bid up on, but as we all know, Doc Martens are a hot item. And if it stays yeah, low, that, I like, can get it and flip it. 
you know, no problem. That at the end will like the last few things. I, I had a bunch of success like a few weeks ago on some Goodwill auctions. And then since then I've like, I like over this weekend, I got outbid like in the final seconds. I was sitting there thinking I got it and I didn't. I lost it in the final seconds. Um, and then that night that I ate the gummy, I woke up the next day. I was like, oh God, there's like four auctions going on because I stayed high for like 12 hours. Yeah. Mm-mm. See, that's why I can't do that. No, thank you. Well, I don't normally do that. That was, again, we went over this, so we don't yeah. need to touch back yeah. on this. <laughs> you asked the B. I did. Yeah. 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 I yeah. I think about how to think about that again. Um. Oh, d- is your other coat that you got listed that from that place? Is that getting any attention? Have you one? Yeah. Yeah. It's gotten quite a few legs. Um, at first I had it listed way too high, I think, uh, cause there wasn't really anything to compare it to in there. I mean, there was some, but nothing of like of this exact. And so that, that, was, that was always confusing to me. I'm like, there were some in there that I could see that had sold, but they weren't that style. They weren't that color. They weren't that shape and size, you know, and they weren't new with tags. And so I'm like, well, can I kind of just price it however I want? And yes, I could, but to guarantee a sale and on the faster end of what I want, I originally priced it at a hundred bucks. And I was like, cause I'd seen some on Etsy that like were short and green and shaggy that this woman was selling for like 160 to $240 and they were all new with tags. And I was like, well, I could do that, you know, but do I, that's just if it's patience. Do I want to sit and let it sit there for however long to make it that sale? Mm, I'm too impatient. So I listed it for 40. Oh God, that's way low. I You should price it more than that because you paid $12 for it. But price it more. It's not a brand anybody knows. So it's like a very odd thing for somebody to come in and find. So I feel like if the price is too high, I don't know. Maybe I'll go back up to that. I had it at 60 and I was like, I just kept changing it. Put it at 60. Put it at 60. All right, listener, if you're out there and you're into this coat, you better go get it now before I have time to change it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, guess what? This isn't going out until tomorrow night. So guess what? Chances are I'll forget and not change it for another three days. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's, that's a fair assessment. True. Um, what? I was going to say something else about stuff. Things and stuff. Things and stuff. Oh, and stuff and things and tips and tricks. Drifter sisters and their friends. <laughs> it's a very special episode of Thrifter Sisters. But we perform it on ice. <laughs> <laughs> like all good cartoons in the 80s, it had to be done on ice. <laughs> well, maybe next year because the ice rink is still under construction here in town. Oh, man. I don't know if I'm ready for an ice rink. That's a real serious adult fall. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to do it. I don't. I've already broken enough wrists in my lifetime. I, like, I don't want to do it. There, when we first moved here, there was an ice rink downtown on the downtown mall. Did you know that? No, how cute. Not like like in the middle of the mall. It was like one of the buildings. And like, because uh, John was excited because it was like five minutes from our house. And so he could, because he played hockey when we lived in D.C. He's like, oh, this is going to be awesome. It's five minutes from our house. And then it's that got, got shut down pretty soon after we moved here. They're moving the ice rink. Uh, it's out there by Target. Oh, okay. Up 29. So I, that sucks. Cause it's like 20 minutes yeah. away. And I know in like most towns, 20 minutes isn't that far, but when you live in Charlottesville, you're like, I don't want to drive 20 minutes because everything else is within seven minutes. Well, maybe for you. Yeah. yeah everything for, you. for me is 20 to 30, even though I'm still considered Charlottesville. I ain't. No, you're not. You're, <laughs> not, you're, you're County dude. You're that's in right. the County. I'm Crozet baby. All right. What else we got? I think that's it, man. I think it is too. Just a little. Oh, oh no, no, no. I had something. My Izzy Miyake coat that I sold on eBay 
for like, what was it? 270 bucks or something. The buyer's returning it because it doesn't fit. No! <laughs> I know, man. Freaking eBay with those 30-day returns. It's, it's a real blowhole. <laughs> oh, that's right. Because we were talking about that coat. Because you were asking me if that was the coat brand that my Asian pink mm-hmm. coat was. And I was like, no, no, no. And so it, I, that is a consignment piece from a different consignment client. So I didn't tell her that it sold because I have that written into my um, my consignment agreement that payouts from eBay don't go out for 30 days after payment's been received because people can return. I have it set. I have returns set up on eBay and people have 30 days and they can return. And I've noticed that half of the things I've sold on eBay now have come back. Yeah, now I've stopped. I think we talked about this. I've stopped cross-listing on eBay for now. Because I just I was not making any sales. I think I've made three in the entire time we've been doing this. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, that's not, I don't know. But it's like my, but not all, but some of my higher end items have gone on eBay. Yeah. Like that coat, that yeah. coat, like I've never gotten an offer or anything on it. And I had it cross-listed to Mercari Posh and eBay and it's gotten a lot. I had it a, as an auction twice and the, the reserve didn't get met. And I'm like, well, I'm not going to do that. Because when you set a reserve, you have to pay a percentage of that. And so- I paid money for no reason. And so this sold for a price. I was happy. Can you hear the dogs? I hear your dogs. Yes. Oh my God. Roxy has been working nonstop at my neighbor's Christmas lights across the street. Yeah. That's not a problem. As, as soon as the lights go out, she just like, I have to put her up in my room. She just sits there and barks. Not, it's driving me insane. All right. So anyway, that's, that was a bummer, but I didn't tell my client about it. So it's, I got the notification that it got shipped back to me today. So that's such a I need bummer. to get it. Sorry. Yeah, it's okay. I mean, you know, what's so great with these consignment pieces, it's like it was $115 or $111, I think, of pure profit for me. Right. Not That's amazing. Idea. I know. And and for them, too, you know, like, so See, that's fine. Oh, that it'll... reminds me. Sorry, go ahead. I just remembered I have something else on that list I would like to say. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say it'll sell. I just, it's, it, I was excited. Like I get very excited when my consignment pieces sell. Yeah. Cause because that's one great profit, homie. Cause it's straight profit. But also like, I want my consignment clients to feel like what they're doing is worth it. You know, yeah, cause I want them to keep, them. I want them to keep feeding me inventory. So I, I, you know, if I make a big sale like that, I'm like, yes, this is awesome. Mm-hmm. It's perfect. Like they're going to be motivated to keep giving me inventory, but It'll sell. It's just, it's just going to take longer. Yeah. Um, Excuse me. So I had had a thought this morning because Lindsay and I have been talking about this consignment thing a lot. And I'm just like, well, how am I ever going to find any consignment clients? I like, I don't know anybody. I don't have a job to meet anybody. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, as we all know, Lindsay's have come from just her talking loudly in (laughs) the thrift stores. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and so I have this little church thrift shop that is around the corner from my house out here. And I thought it might not be a bad idea because they have a little boutique section. That's all their stuff that's new with tags. Um, and I had a thought of going, cause they list their stuff so low that I'm like, I could make, and they, you know, all their money is for charity. Like they put it towards charity and I'm like, well, I could make you guys so much more money. So I just need to go in there and like, find out who I need to talk to. Do they know you? Um, like, do they recognize a you? A lot of them do. I'm in there so often. They don't know okay. my name, but a lot of them are like, oh, like they realize my, my hair wasn't purple anymore. And like, you know, okay. they're like, oh, I remember last time you were here, you had this outfit. Like, you know, they're just, they're all very sweet and chatty in there. Yeah, they are sweet. And there's one. I've woman, only been in there like twice, but they're sweet. There's one younger woman in there who like, you know, she always comes over with like the box of CDs and lets me help pick the music to play while I'm in there shopping. 
that. And I'm like, oh, Amy Adams, do that one. Uh huh. This is my jam in the fifth grade. It's all like church music. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, but she did let me pick Queen last time I was in there. Oh, nice. Um, but yeah, so, so I, I just one, you know, I thought it was a good idea to go in there and just talk to them and see like if that'd be something they would be interested in. And like, if so, who do I talk to to make that happen? If there be any way they'd let me like sort through inventory before they put it out to see what would like sell better. Cause I'm sure they wouldn't know. They're just taking no. the stuff that they know is like new with tags and setting yeah. it out, you know? Um, so I don't know. It might be worth a shot just to see. Yeah. I mean, and it's so a charity. I would be like, Hey, you, it could be 60, 40, you know, you guys get the bigger end of it. Cause that's the whole point, right. That they're trying to raise money. And, yeah. you know, I don't know. I thought it was a good idea. We're going to try it out and see. Yeah, it's definitely a good idea. And so if they say, no, you know, we're not really interested in doing that big deal. You still keep shopping there. And right. That's where your, your bag sale and getting good. In, I mean, it's, it's fine. Yeah. I just figured it'd be worth a shot. So yeah, I will keep you posted. Okay. Um, uh, I had something else. Well, I gotta, <clears throat> I gotta save my voice, you know, because I actually have an interview with the news tomorrow. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Second time tomorrow. now, right? Yeah. But the first time was, so I'm meeting with a local news station here. They, was that back in August? They interviewed me back in August. Cause I, yeah. so my other Instagram account that I've mentioned on here, hot moms of Seville, um, I do service work for our community. I like every month I pick a different, I call them initiatives and I raise money on Instagram and it's like people who mostly don't know me send me money. It's amazing. And then I donate it or then I, or I organize um, volunteer efforts for just different things in our community. So back in August, they heard about it. The news heard about it because I was collecting toiletries and I can't even remember a bunch of stuff for all the Afghan families that were coming into town that were like escaping and fleeing Afghanistan. And so that, you know, that one of the local toy stores that has a storefront like downtown, they were collecting items in their big front window. And so the news got wind of it and interviewed them, interviewed me. And so um, many just, items that like I went to help her with some other girls to fill up the cars to take it back. And we filled up both of our SUVs. And that was like just yeah. one trip. Like she had gone before and gotten more stuff. Yeah. And then when it, it went was, after, right? Well, so we, we pulled, like it, I went several times to take stuff from there. And then that big day where you and the other ladies, three ladies helped me. And we filled two full carloads that day. And then Mariana and I think two of those, two of those same women helped me take it to the IRC the next day. And Mariana brought her big, huge pickup truck. So we loaded up the back of her pickup truck and then the whole inside of my minivan. So it was a huge pickup and a minivan loaded with supplies. And then we also raised $3,000 to give to the IRC. So anyway, I got interviewed for that. So that one of those, I, I got interviewed twice. One of those reporters was like, hey, I want to do a piece on just your work on your Hot Moms of Seville account. And so we're doing that tomorrow because I've been um, raising money for City of Promise here. And here, in, I, I was looking at my phone call. It's another spam call coming in. Um, I have been raising money for City of Promise through Instagram. And we have raised almost $1,600, almost $1,700 now. And, oh, City of Promise, they... They do a whole bunch of things, but this money is going towards their Christmas shop. It is for a very particular neighborhood in our town that has very low income families. And what they do every year, 
for Christmas, they set up a Christmas shop. And so the children of this neighborhood can go shop at the Christmas, you know, I say shop air quote, they can go get things out of the Christmas shop to give their loved ones. So they can like, feel like, I don't know. I just feel like it really goes a long way and towards somebody feeling like self worth and absolutely, you know, they want to, they want to be able to express their love to their loved ones. And these families, these are families that cannot, they are living below the poverty line. They cannot afford um, the cost of living, let alone Christmas gifts. So I just thought that was such a wonderful um, uh, initiative that I, uh, a wonderful thing that I wanted to put my initiative towards. And so we've raised around $1,700. I had a local spa reach out to me yesterday and she was like, Hey, tomorrow's giving Tuesday. Um, Everything I sell, every um, package or gift card that I sell tomorrow, 10% of it, I'm going to give to City of Promise. Oh, it's amazing. Amazing. And then Firefly, one of the local restaurants here in town, the owner, Melissa, got in touch with me. And she was like, hey, let's do an event. Let's do a fundraiser event. So I think it's next Wednesday night. Um, Every, the, a percent, I don't, she, I don't think she told me what percentage, but a percentage of every, a portion of every single cell um, carry out or in dine in, dining will go towards City of Promise next week. Looks like I know what I'm eating for dinner next Wednesday. So, yeah, I I mean, yeah, I will obviously be eating there. And I've been promoting it on Instagram and I'll be able to promote it um, on the news story tomorrow. So, yeah, that's a very, very long non-thrifter sister related story (laughs) that I'm very excited about. And um, I I work uh, and oh, so I was like going through my Instagram account, writing out all the work that I've done this year because I want to be able to talk about it in mm-hmm. the story. And I was like, holy shit. I've raised yeah. a lot of money. You've done a lot. It's awesome. A lot of money, a lot of organized, a lot of uh, volunteering. I've, I've gotten a lot of supplies donated for different things. So it was very cool. I just see it all like written out how much I've done in the yeah, last 12 months. It's got to make you feel good. I mean, it makes me feel fine. Well, I mean, you should be happy. <laughs> like you've done good for people. I feel, um, I, it's, it's a very humbling feeling. Right. I mean, that, that I hope that's the point of charity that you're, someone's not sitting well, back going, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, well, I just mean like, it's, it overwhelms me. I get very emotional about it that so many people have like gotten behind me and like supported these efforts that of me just dancing around and cussing and acting like an idiot on Instagram. <laughs> and that people are like, you know what? I'm going to send that woman some money. <laughs> I mean, she keeps she keeps coming on Instagram stories and bitching about how the city won't take her recycles on the normal day. She they they pick up her recycles on the off days. <laughs> I'm gonna send her some money. <laughs> I mean, the money's not going to tour your recycling. No, I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the kind of stuff I get into Instagram stories. I'm like, yeah, see, look, nobody else has their recycling. They're good. Like, I talk about the weirdest things on there. <laughs> well, you know, people like weird. People give me money. I mean, they don't give me <laughs> right. money. You need to specify that <laughs> before you get sued. <laughs> they send me money and I donate it on their behalf. There you go. There you go. Clarification. <laughs> Clarification. I don't keep a single dollar. 100% of it gets donated for sure. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, that was 10 minutes out of our day. We're you not know getting what? back. Listener, I would like to point out in true Lindsay and Lacey fashion, we opened the podcast with a severe tangent and we're closing on a severe tangent. Tangent! <laughs> I, I am excited to go hang up on this call and go see how the audio sounds with your new microphone. And then I have my boom mic with my windscreen in front of it. I really, if it doesn't sound good, I think I'm going to go flush my head in the toilet because I just want this audio to be I better. Know. Our last episode sounded like shit. 
hopefully it will be so much better. And hopefully now you can hear my cat because now Axe has managed to get through my bedroom door that was closed <laughs> and is now meowing on the other side of my closet door. Well, I can't hear him, so probably not. Okay, good. All right. Well, all right. Well, so join us next week where we talk more Brittany and things and stuff and Poshmark and reselling. There you go. I was about to say, come on. You know what you're supposed to say. I was bringing it back full circle. God, you're the worst. Oh, you're the worst. <laughs> oh, two sisters. One podcast. Thrifter sisters. No, I think it'd be more like, I'm thrifting so much. Thrifting too much. Thrifting. I haven't been thrifting in a very long time because I have a confinement client. I don't think so. That's a good question. Oh my God. I have to go. All right. Um, come spend the night again for three nights. Bye. Thrifter Sisters. Thrifter Sisters is written and recorded by me, Lindsay. And me, Lacey. Produced and edited by Hot Moms of Seaville's production. Just one Seaville, not Seaville's. <laughs> Music is written and performed by Mariana Bell. See you next time. Bye.